I know you're thinking it's just a little thing, but all these little things, the the, the cleanliness, the the way you manage money, um, where you spend the holidays, how you raise the kids, how you chastise the kids, how you correct the kids, um, all these things, they, they tend to add up and they can all come to a head, you know? And so there's, again, we have to we have to have those discussions, right? And and look at you know the the whys you know behind them, and 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 learn to make the adjustments. And welcome to another episode of Marriage Matters. This is a podcast where we talk about marriage matters because marriage matters. Very good. So, if you're watching for the very first time, my name is Art. Listening for the very first yes. time, I wish we get to say that for our listening audience. Um, my name is Glenn Coleman, and I'm joined as always by my beautiful wife. Hi, guys. I'm Tanya Coleman, and uh, we're just going to give you some tips, tricks, and tools. Mm-hmm. About relationships. The three T's. Um, disclaimer. Mm-hmm. We are not perfect in our relationship. No. Um, we strive and strain. No, we don't strain. We work. We work. Thank you. You trying to get S's? No, 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 oh, no, no. Okay. No, I'm just <laughs> trying to come up with what we do. Mm-hmm. We work at. Thank you. See, that's why I got you. See, that's what I'm talking about. You see what I'm saying? We work together mm-hmm. to help uh, cultivate a healthy marriage. Well, probably more than just a healthy marriage, but a healthy version of ourselves, mm-hmm. thereby creating a, a healthy, healthy relationship or yeah. a healthy marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will say that, um, like the songwriter says, we've had some good days. <laughs> We've had some bad days. Mm-hmm. We've had some hills to climb. Mm-hmm. But when I look around and think, and things, think over. things over, mm-hmm. all of my good days outweigh, outweigh my bad days. Mm-hmm. So you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm not going to complain. complain. Yes. Amen. That's yes, what the songwriter said. And that's, that's the goal said. is to have more good days yes. than, than bad days. I think um, I was just listening to Yvonne Orgy's book, Shout Out to My Homegirl. Uh, Yvonne Orgy. I don't know I like that for real, but you know, I really like I like Yvonne Orgy. But it, the name of her book is called uh, Bamboozled by Jesus. Mm-hmm. How God tricked me into living the life of my wildest dreams, something like that. But one of the things she said in there, she said, you know, I figured out in life that all I have to do is outlast mm-hmm. the darkest night. Mm-hmm. Just like I, all I have to do is last She's like, it don't have to be long. Just a couple of minutes. I have right. to just outlast right. it by a couple of minutes right. and I can win in life. So yeah. that's that's what we're doing in marriage. We want to just have more good days than bad. Than bad Would you days. agree? I agree. Absolutely agree. All right. And oh, I'm sorry. You said something. You got nope. some. Okay. And speaking of good days. Yes. So you've got. Uh, a new adventure on the horizon. Yes, like, I do. I don't even know if it's a horizon anymore. It's here. <laughs> it's, it's pretty much here. We're, we're about a week out mm-hmm. um, from officially launching um, and um, opening the doors, the virtual doors to um, Whole Life Solutions, which is our um, our coaching and counseling 
um, agency. Um, so we, I am uh, moving into a full individual, virtual, private counseling practice, mm-hmm. um, counseling and coaching and consulting. Yeah. And speaking and whatever else um, God decides to send our way. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. And so if you want to find out more information about uh, Whole Life Solutions. Yeah. So um, you can go to um, the website. It is wholelifecoachingandcounseling.com. Whole, W-H-O-L-E, life coachingandcounseling.com to get more information about the services offered um, and what's to come, what we're starting with. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm super, super excited um, to be um, moving into um, private practice in this way. Um, had a great experience with the group practice and God keeps kind of nudging and urging um, for me to move on to something else. And so that's coming. Um, it will be a fully virtual private practice. Um, I know some people are hesitant to do counseling mm-hmm. or coaching private, I mean, um, virtually, but I think when people, everyone that I've spoken to, when they, once they actually give it a try, mm-hmm. they actually really like it. So I'm excited about that. I will be, um, talking more about that as we move forward. There will be, there will be some online groups being offered, um, for women where we talk about, um, kind of like a support group for women where we address different issues. We'll probably meet like once a month and, um, talk about the different experiences of being female in this world. Um, so, um, and a bunch of other things are on the horizon. So we definitely will give more information, but I'm super excited. All right, cool. I'm, I'm happy for you, excited for you. Um, so that's whole life coaching and, and counseling. counseling.com. Yes. Yeah, so the website that we wanted was not available. So we have it. Well, there was one we wanted, but praise the Lord, we we gonna get there one right, day. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, someone uh, has purchased it, and they're you know yeah. they're proud of it. I'll yes, just say that. Yes. So praise the Lord, we we are uh, starting with what we have. That's right. What, what We're I starting hands. with what's in our house. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, check that out. Um, so this week, um, I wanted to have an interesting conversation with you. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think it's interesting. You know, a lot of times we and we use these tools a lot of times when we when we coach with couples, we use uh, personality uh, assessments. assessments mm-hmm. Thank you. Um, whether it's the Enneagram, whether it's the DISC, whether it's the love languages, love language. Mm-hmm. What's the other Myers Briggs? Myers Briggs. Um, I, I find those interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, the flight assess flight assessment. Shout out to ET. Uh, uh, ET the hip hop preacher. Mm-hmm. Um, so all of those. Um, there's one that we are getting ready to get qualified on, which mm-hmm. is Simba's. Simba's. Start yeah. saving your marriage before it starts. Yes, and um, that, and also looking into some of the Gottman training. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but anyway, a lot of times people look at those personality exams and they're like, "Oh, horse pucky." Uh, <laughs> horse pucky. Yeah. No. <laughs> 
or hogwash, whatever you want to say. That that doesn't tell you anything. That doesn't. And in in my experience, number one, I don't think that those things are designed to definitive to definitively define who you are as a person. Mm -hmm. I also have found that over the years, those personality traits most of the time change, Mm -hmm. you know, from year to year, depending on where you are in life, getting older, having kids, more responsibility or such on so so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. Um, But the thing I like about them, it's they're a tool. We talked about tips, tricks and tools. So Mm -hmm. these things are tools and it can kind of give you some insight into um, your significant other's Mm -hmm thought processes, the why behind what they do. And I always say that one of the reasons I believe that um, we are somewhat successful in Mm -hmm. our relationship is because we have a good understanding of the the why behind why each of us do what we do. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes if you can understand the why behind the response, Mm -hmm. um, it helps you navigate Especially the heated moments, the tough times, and all that. Um, so, um, so I said I'd like to say this. One of the other things that recently we started looking at, um, along with um, the um, recall healing and timeline work, is birth order mm-hmm. um, and how birth order affects personality. Mm-hmm. So I, I will just ask you, um, do you feel that birth order affects how you show up in the world and also how you show up in relationships? Yes and yes. <laughs> Say more. Uh, Tell me more. So yes. So absolutely. I, I feel like um, our birth order definitely um, has an effect, effect, what have you on our personality um, and definitely in the way that we show up in the world. So mm-hmm. typically, and this is my own, you know, thought thoughts put together um, based on my experiences and my experiences with, with people and watching and studying people, typically your older child um, tends to be um, the per- the one of the children that takes on a lot of the um, the responsibility role, that personality of being in charge. Um, I've I've read I've read this recently um, that typically your oldest child is like the manager of all mm-hmm. the things of okay. the family. So so before we get into that, okay, because I wanted to kind of go through each one. Okay, I'm sorry. No, you said tell me more, so I was telling you more. Okay, I didn't want you to tell me that much more. <laughs> tell me a little bit more. <laughs> Um, but, um, so we're saying all that to say it could be beneficial for you to examine this in your relationship Mm -hmm. and figuring out. And again, I'm not, I'm not saying this is the end all be all just like the Enneagram is not the end all be all, Mm -hmm. but it gives you some insights into, um, the why behind what your spouse how you, how, how, how they yeah shows they, up and behaves correct, and correct. thinks and things of that nature yeah so so now let's let's kind of go through so let's talk about so firstborns mm-hmm. you you were saying I'm sorry no 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 apologies um yeah so 
typically they're like the managerial personality of the family because they are the firstborn. Um, because a lot of times, you know, when the second child comes, you know, parents teach, you know, the older child about, you know, taking care of your sibling or watching out for your sibling mm -hmm. or, you know, help me with the baby, you mm -hmm. know, that kind of thing. And so they automatically take on that role. And in a lot of families, that oldest child um, is left, if mom or dad have to leave the house, you know, for a small amount of time or what have you, or if you have a single parent home, that older child is kind of taking care of the younger children, you know, so they take on a lot of that. Mm -hmm. um, and it's different scenarios for different families, of course. Um, but yeah, so it's just kind of like automatic. They they get put in charge of stuff sometimes. Yeah. So And the expectations are that. Yeah, so I was just reading some of this. Some of the research I did said mm -hmm. uh, usually firstborns are conscientious, ambit ambitious, mm -hmm. and organized. Mm -hmm. And then it also says that these roles can also be the gender plays a part sure. uh, in that. And it says like sometimes like at the firstborn sons uh, can be more like take charge uh, types. Mm -hmm. um, it says the oldest females can be like very aggressive, confident and bossy. So <laughs> I'm the oldest female. In my so, family. but shout out to my sister, Yolanda. Maria Kokai, yes. You always say her entire name. That's right. <laughs> the whole entire government. But when I think about her, mm -hmm. and she can, like, if you don't know her, she can come across as, you know, bossy or aggressive. Matter of fact, I remember we were in, we were visiting them, mm -hmm. and we were going to this, uh, the aquarium or something, mm -hmm. and she was getting us through the line or whatever, whatever, and the attendant was there, and he was trying to tell us something, and she was like, no, we need to do this, blah, 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 and the attendant looks at us, and she goes, wow, she's aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's not that she wants to take charge, it's just that's her personality, and add into that, so Yolanda is 10 years older than me. Mm -hmm. Don't don't get me if you're watching this, don't don't get mad if I got that wrong. But in, in other words, she was always Your older. She will be in the comments, correct? Yeah, she will be. Thank yes. you, mom. <laughs> but she she was always like that second mother. Mm -hmm. So again, you know, so keeping this in mind. We're not making excuses for anyone, but understanding the why behind mm -hmm. is like they it's almost like they've been taught or you, you're an oldest child. So let's talk about it, you know, so and, and also you're how many years older than you're I'm 10 years, 10 older, years older than my sister. Also. So you kind of had that same experience. Mm -hmm. So with that being said, well, let me just go through these real quick. So middle child, mm -hmm. you want to say anything about middle? No, go ahead. You sure? Because you had some. Stuff to say about No, I thought you were kind of running through them. Yeah, okay. So middle children, um, they are the least defined. Um, they said uh they can be uh predictable predictable in the best in the best sense of that word. Mm -hmm. Um they are good at compromise. Uh they uh they they learn to negotiate between 
the bossy older siblings and mm-hmm. the needy younger ones. Mm-hmm. Um, however, some middle children, uh, probably for the same reason as above, can be secretive. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, that's me. I, I'm mm-hmm. a middle child. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would say those are, you know, especially the compromise thing mm-hmm. um, and always wanting to be the the peacekeeper. Right. And, you know, so that I can I can definitely say that for me. And then as far as the last borns, Mm-hmm. Uh, in the family, um, um, they are beloved, treasured, and in many cases, babied for much longer mm-hmm. than their older si- siblings. Um, the stereo, what? <laughs> I, I'm picturing my my older daughter behind the door of her room right now saying, yes, exactly. <laughs> the stereotypical youngest child of the, of the family tends to be less uh, responsible and more devil may uh devil may care. I don't know. Uh with less of mm, I don't know what that means. Yeah, I don't know. I should have looked it up, but uh, less of uh, uh of hankering to to take charge. Mm-hmm. Uh child don't want no So yeah. Um <laughs> then then there's the, the other one, which is the only child. Uh stere- stereotype about only children uh is that they are pampered and precious. And thus we'll have uh, trouble ceding the spotlight to anyone. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't describe every child. In fact, many onlys have act, act like, like, like act like the firstborn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, okay. So I want to just go through all of those. And again, that doesn't excuse any behavior. Mm-hmm. That does not um, say that you have to just... It is what it is. Let it be what it be. But what I'm saying is this may give you more insight. So you're an oldest child, mm-hmm. older, oldest, yeah, oldest child. Mm-hmm. I'm a middle child. Mm-hmm. So how do you think that played out, out in our marriage, especially in the beginning of our marriage? How do you think that that dynamic played out in, mm-hmm. in our in our relationship? Um. I think, you know, there were some areas where I guess I did. And I and, and for me, I don't know if this is true in the beginning of our relationship just because of where I was in my life. But there were some areas that I did take charge in. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like I struggled to come into the wife to the role of wife as far as traditional wifely responsibilities or duties, so to speak, you know, as far as taking care of the house and cooking and, you know, all of these different things. Like I looked forward to doing that and I had already been doing that like since I was 10 years old, Mm -hmm. you know? So the, that part, the domesticated part was not a challenge for me because I am an oldest child. My sibling is 10 years younger than me. I grew up with a single mom who, when, you know, we were younger, she worked a lot. She, at one time, my mom was working two jobs and going to school. And so I was the one at home caring for my sister. And I was Mm -hmm. probably in middle school at this time, Mm -hmm. you know, so I knew how to take care of a house. I knew how to cook, how to clean, how to give her a bath and put her to bed and all of these different things, you know, um, that wasn't all the time for us, but there are children who that is literally their life. They don't, you know, um, so I don't feel like I struggled to, um, 
adapt to the domesticated roles of being a wife where I probably was challenged was some of that, um, take charge, do it myself. Um, not, you know, like I had to talk myself into and teach myself how to come to you and have discussions before actually making decisions just because by nature of being an older child and also being, um, somewhat responsible, you know, for myself, I had already been doing a lot of those things. Mm -hmm. You know, I thank God for, you know, um, teaching and, you know, godly female examples to teach me at that time, some of how to adjust, but I was also at a place in my life where I wanted to be a wife and what that meant to me at that time. Right. Which was, has evolved, but I, I feel like I made the adjustment. Well, you may say something different. (laughs) Um, so yeah. Um, with you, from my perspective, you were, you did compromise a lot, you know, um, you, sometimes I could see where you struggled to make a decision Mm -hmm. and that was concerning for me. Um, that was a lot of, you know, a lot of times when I would pray for you, it would be for things of that nature, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and I don't think I knew that really, that there was a concern for you. Mm Mm-hmm. It was. I never told you. Can you give an example? Oh, gosh. You're making me go back into the vault. I can't right now. Okay. <laughs> you caught me off guard. Oh, man. <laughs> but okay. just, you know, things. I can't really think of a specific example. Gotcha. But I, well, I, I will say, you know, from my perspective, because, and, and again, I guess it goes back to that middle child and just the way I was raised. I didn't, there wasn't much, there wasn't many decisions that mm-hmm. I had to make, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know? Um, I can see that. And I'm not saying that as a, I say it as a, that's just, you know, I grew up at the time a two parent home, mm-hmm. you know, my dad made pretty good money. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and we, we grew up, you know, middle, upper middle class, mm-hmm. Uh, family and you know there wasn't much that I had to do you know my mom was the and still is the mom's mom where she basically took care of everything Mm -hmm. you know she everything I I, I don't you know we were the only thing we were required to do that I can remember and again if my mom's on here she could correct me is really we had to take turns vacuuming the den. The den. Mm. That was like our chore. But other than that, okay. she pretty much, maybe in high school, I started washing clothes, but I don't even remember. She would mm-hmm. take care of all that. Mm-hmm. But anyway, my point is, so I, I was- that very much because <laughs> I know your mom. I, but I, I never had <laughs> to, to, to make decisions. And that could that was a good thing, but also, again, it could be- a bad thing to where there, there was, I was that kind of, I was never put in that position mm-hmm. to where I had to make decisions or make my own money or, mm-hmm. um, 
you, you, right. you know you what I'm saying. You made your own money doing something that you just enjoyed doing. Yeah, and that's what you wanted. And it, to that do. money was just your fun money. Yeah, I did whatever I wanted to do with that mm-hmm. money. You know, mm-hmm. it wasn't. Um, and so going into our marriage, you know, it wasn't a big deal that you were kind of had that take charge. And in the beginning, you pretty much handled the finances. You, you know, paid all the bills, so on and so forth. And it wasn't a big deal for me because of that. And I, I was young. You know, we both were. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, I had never, even though I was kind of on my own, um, I think I had only been actually living in a house maybe a year, if that. A little longer. A little longer. Yeah. But I was li- before that, I was living with my parents and then lived in a dorm room mm-hmm. where, you know, still, you know, I didn't really have to, mm-hmm. you know, everything was taken care of for right. me. Um, but I will say this. I can remember the day where I said, dude, you got to you got to step up. Mm. Really? Yes, I remember it very what was well. This day? I'm curious. The day was I don't know if you remember this. We were looking to buy a home mm-hmm. and we were in the loan officer's office mm-hmm. and she's asking us all these questions. And I don't know the answer to these questions. Mm. And you're answering all the questions and you're talking and you're saying all the stuff and, you know, going and going and going. And um, she says, well, I can tell who runs that house. Oh, I do remember that. We were, uh, it was a bank on, on. It wasn't even a bank. It was like a mortgage yeah. broker yeah, type. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. And remember that. that hit me like. Dang. And I and she didn't mean it that way. Right. She didn't mean it as a jab, but I was like, dude, you don't know nothing. Mm. You know, you don't, you know, and so that's where I really had to step up. And I don't know how long we had been married at that point. Uh it was pretty early. Yeah, it was it was really early yeah, on. Early but I was on. like, okay, I need to really you know, and, and I don't even think even when I decided to start making more not making decisions but you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. taking more that. a leadership role mm-hmm. kudos to you I, I never I never felt pushback mm-hmm. um, from you um, and yeah I, I, don't, I don't remember now I will say one of the things that I struggled with as far as you being um, that oldest child slash mother role in your family was a lot of times, and I think I've shared, I shared this with you even back then, I felt like I, I wanted to tell you, hey, that's not your family anymore. And I, mm-hmm. I felt like you were still trying to be there mm-hmm. and be fill that role for your mom and your sister. And I'm like, okay, I understand that, that mm-hmm. they are in a unique situation, but I need to be your priority. Right. Mm-hmm. I remember and, uh, a, a specific incident where um, something had happened and it caused that com- conversation and, and a conflict. Um, and I remember going to Dr. Debbie. I went to Dr. Debbie's house and, you know, I was really upset and you know, just kind of share with her what was going on. And in her very Dr. Debbie way, you know, (laughs) she was just like, Miss Tanya, 
you know, that's a that's a really great problem to have. And I'm like, what do you mean? And she's like, to have so many people that that love you and can depend on you so much. And you know, she you know how she does <laughs> and her voice and it softens and it's just like the Holy Spirit just gets in there and you know, turns your heart. But she helped me in that conversation to realize and and reminded me about, you know, what the Bible says about leaving your mother and your father mm-hmm. and cleaving to to your husband and making you that priority and sh- not 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 being supportive of my mom and my sister, but realizing that I have to do it in a different way. Yeah. And but and I don't know how I figured this out because I didn't have none of these tools that I had today. Mm-hmm. And I, I know it was must it's the Holy Spirit. He just I understood once I once I got over the fact that it was happening. Mm-hmm. I was able to step back and say, I understood the why. Mm. It's like, because you had made a statement. You said, I remember having this conversation. You said something to the effect of, I'm all she has. Mm. And you were talking about your younger sister. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, no, she has a mother, you know. But I understood what you were saying. Mm -hmm. And I understood the why, because that it was almost like me telling you to, today to tell Bethany or to stop stop being there for Bethany, mm-hmm. right? And so even at that, what? Bethany. <laughs> what? So you get chopped and throw. No. Oh. <laughs> Look. You want to cause an argument? Look. <laughs> There was only one time that Tanya ever put hands on me. Don't tell people that. It was when I was messing with her. You you did over there in the corner. You remember I was messing around with Bethany and I knocked her down. It was an accident. I don't know why y'all play fight. Because that's my girl. (laughs) We get out like that. Anyway, but I had to understand the why behind why you. And again, that's why it goes back to understanding this birth order. Mm-hmm. And like I said, this this was I was not thinking in these terms, but the Holy Spirit, he, he brought he, he helped me to see the why. Mm-hmm. It's like you were considering yourself the mother. And so I, I and I don't even know if I if I maybe was too harsh in the way I told you oh, that you, it came. It came across to me very harsh. I was like, oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> so. Boy, I forgot what I was about to say. <laughs> so um It was a Glenn Senior moment. <laughs> my my dad came mm-hmm, out. Huh? Mm-hmm. Uh, but I I well I guess I'll just say I can't remember what I was exactly what I was gonna say, but I was able to understand the, the why behind it. Mm-hmm. And and we were able to work through that. Mm-hmm. And I was able, I think. I was able to give you grace a little bit more um, to make that transition. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think it also changed the dynamic of even my relationship with your sister and your mom Mm -hmm. because I had to see, I had to see your role in that. Mm -hmm. And that when I married you, 
I'm married. All I, I, I had to take on all of that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I had to take on the, the responsibility that you had because of that unique situation. Mm-hmm. I had to take on that responsibility as well mm-hmm. because I'm marrying you. And right. so I, I'm, I'm marrying that situation too. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so I think even today, still to this day, our relationship with your mom and Takesha, it, it's really helped me to just have a better relationship with them, mm-hmm. you know, um, and yeah. I, I think that speaks very much to we, what we always say about the effect. And I know we're talking about birth order, but also the effect of how we were brought up the impact of how we were brought up absolutely so differently and the impact that it can have on your on your relationship on your marriage and it's things like that that people get divorced over like uh, they don't find the adjustment like you're not going to tell me that i can't you know be there for my family members or that i can't support my family you're not going to tell me you know mm-hmm. how to handle my relationship with my mama that's my mama mm-hmm. you know and so people literally get divorced over these kinds of issues absolutely instead of doing what you did and trying to see it from the other side mm-hmm. and realizing, like you said, I've come from a unique family dynamic, family situation, unique to you, but very familiar and, to a lot of other people. And that right there, you said it, you said the way we were raised, mm-hmm. that was so foreign to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A child taking care of a parent was absolutely foreign to me. Mm-hmm. Cause it's like, you're my dad and my mom took care of us, mm-hmm. you know, and there was, there was very little that we wanted that we just didn't mm-hmm. get. And I didn't have to, mm-hmm. like I said, the money I made, I basically on the weekends, me and my friends, <laughs> right. you know, that that's what I used that, that money for. Mm-hmm. So I, I didn't know what that was like. So yeah, that was absolutely foreign to me. And so, yeah, you, that's one of the areas where, these are the conversations, and and we try our best to do this in our premarital uh, class. Mm-hmm. Um, that if you want to know more information about our premarital class, please go to whole life uh, coaching and counseling dot com. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, and look <laughs> under little, coaching. Little uh, promo little for promo. you. Promo, thank you. Uh, but we try to get them to think through all that mm-hmm. stuff. It's like, what what is your relationship like right now? With your with your uh, spouses or with your with your family, and we ask questions like, um, giving you a little bit away for free, you know. But mm-hmm. the questions that kind of spark those conversations is like, where are you going to spend holidays? Right, mm-hmm. and that's the kind of stuff that people just don't think about. I right. think going in, mm-hmm. and and again, you know, even that, again, talking about maybe I should have called this family dynamics instead mm-hmm. of birth order. Maybe mm-hmm. that's what we're really talking about. Mm-hmm. But it's like, you know, me growing up, there was a certain tradition that we had mm-hmm. in our family. Mm-hmm. And I can remember you saying, it's like, I don't, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to do that. And I thought that going to my family for Christmas or Thanksgiving or I was, it wasn't that I wanted to go to be with my family. I was like, why do you want to do all this work? Mm-hmm. When we could just go over here and the food's cooked, you don't have to clean. You and know. I didn't say I don't want to do that. No, you didn't say that. But I'm saying, 
there was there's been times when you said I just want to be home. For, I I want to be home, and I also like to create our, our own, own family traditions. traditions yeah. and I, was I like there. my food. I was getting there, but my point is <laughs> that I had to. I couldn't. How do I want to say? I'm sorry, I interrupted you. That's okay. I had to get. I'm. I'm. I'm I had to adjust to that too. <laughs> It's all about adjustments. Um, but I had to make that adjustment because I realized uh, marriage matters. <laughs> I had to realize that, again, it wasn't... I was trying to protect you, and I, I thought that I was trying to protect you. But I had to realize that I can't... I had to allow you to make those decisions for yourself. Does that, does that make sense? It's like I was trying to save you from all the work and then you're saying no that's part of what i enjoy enjoy doing, doing right mm-hmm. so i had to make that adjustment um so um it, it's like tanya said it, it's really important that you know we, we used to say this there's my way there's her way but we have to create our way right and all of these family dynamics all of that stuff plays into it you know like another thing i can remember um one thing that I was amazed at when I would go and visit your house was, you know, you guys clean the kitchen, which my mom, again, she did that every night. Mm-hmm. But you also mopped the floor mm-hmm. every night. And we was like mopping the floor for me was a that's a Saturday. Saturday morning chore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you guys did it every night. Oh, my mom, she, you gonna, but I think that's you one of the things that you were eager to let go <laughs> When you left, but I, but again, you know, when it comes to like cleanliness, mm-hmm. those are things that, you know, it, it can. And you, I know you're thinking it's just a little thing, but mm-hmm. all these little things, the 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 cleanliness, the the way you manage money, mm-hmm. um, where you spend the holidays, mm-hmm. how you raise the kids, how you chastise the kids, how you correct the kids. Um, all these things, they, they tend to add up mm-hmm. and they can all come to a head, you know? Mm-hmm. And so there's, again, we have to, we have to have those discussions right? and, and look at, you know, the, the whys, you know, behind them mm-hmm. and, and, and learn to make the adjustments. I'll just leave it there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's good. I think, you know, when you talk about making adjustments, so you mentioned like the, the family holiday thing, yes, have those discussions beforehand and and you have to be open to making adjustments maybe you spend this thanksgiving with her family and christmas with his family maybe next thanksgiving you swap maybe one year you don't go anywhere for either holiday mm-hmm. and you stay home maybe you invite the family to your house what you just have to be open to making those adjustments now we still go visit you know your family on holidays or my family on, well, if we go to my family, they're out of town now, you know, so we're just, we're staying there, you know, but your family is closer. The majority is closer. And so I will, I just want to cut, have my own meal cooked at my house and still we go and visit and enjoy the fellowship and the fun. But saying all of that to say this is that you just have to be open. It cannot be a hundred percent anyone's way. Yeah. And here's what I learned. And we'll take the the whole 
uh, holidays thing, what I've learned once I said, you know what, let's make our own tradition. Mm-hmm. I like staying at home <laughs> for the holidays. <laughs> I discovered it's like, man, it's like nothing like, you know, having your wife's food mm-hmm. and just being with the family and, you know, and, and so like, you know, we have started our own tradition where, you know, Thanksgiving Day, you know, you'll cook the meal and we'll eat. And then usually we'll sit and watch some movies or whatever. Then we do cookies and uh, eggnog and put the tree up. Mm-hmm. That's that's kind of become our mm-hmm. tradition that we do every Thanksgiving. If And for the most part, I think maybe last year we went to visit. We went to Austin, Austin last year. Yeah. But, yeah. but for the most part. So my point is, it's just to be open because mm-hmm. you never know how, you know, you, you may enjoy, you know, doing it. A different way, something and, low key, and and just because that's the way you guys did it doesn't make it doesn't make it the only way. I'll right, say it that right, way. and you don't have to do the same thing all the time. You don't have to do the same thing all the time, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. except for when it comes to cleaning. <laughs> you got to clean the same way all the time. <laughs> Even that, you know, I, I've I've relaxed my, you know, I think a little bit, you know, because. Uh, on well, cleaning? Uh, yeah. Okay, how? You don't think I have? I've no, I'm of... asking. I'm, I'm curious as to what, what you mean. Like, I'm not as... Uh, I'm not as... Uh, I'm looking at it right now, but I'm not as bothered by the stack of mail oh, yeah. on the uh, it's countertop. Not it's not. It's not. It's just a little bit. But it just used to cook my grits. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's like... And that's the other thing. When it comes to this kind of stuff, just look at the bigger picture. Mm-hmm. What's what's the bigger picture? What's the goal here? Mm-hmm. You know, and you know, I, I often ask myself: Is this is is this is this where you want to stake your you know stand ten toes down? Is it this? Mm-hmm. Is it this? Is this what you want to? Is this because because here's the other thing, you know. You're gonna disagree, and you're gonna there's there, there's gonna be arguments, there's gonna be disagreements, but is is this what you want right. to? Is this worth throwing this worth, everything yes. up over? Is this worth that? Mm-hmm. You know, and one of the ways, like uh, for me, that that pile of mail on the countertop, what I do is I make sure that I go through it, and if it's pertinent, I'll leave it there. If it's not. Then I, I'll make the decision to, to to put it in the trash. So I don't have to just depend on you guys to do that because it doesn't seem to bother anybody else in the house except for me. <laughs> what? I don't like mail. I don't like to mess with it. I don't know why. But it does. So it doesn't it doesn't seem to bother me. So I, I take care of it and and you know. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. So what? Why are you looking at me like that, <laughs> I'm man? I'm just listening. Okay, so yeah, so 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 consider that with your birth order. And I would encourage you to do your own researches to look into like the birth order and, and to see what characteristics, you know, you guys are coming together. You know, and if you have two like firstborns, mm-hmm. you know, who both want to take charge, then, you know, maybe yeah. that maybe once you think about that, you could be like, oh, okay. And right. I understand the why. Right. So now let's come up with a plan and a strategy to make the adjustment yeah. and make this work. Yeah. 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 And, you know, um, a younger child may, you know, need that, that stronger personality, oldest child yeah. 
you know? And so it's just like figuring out the dynamic and like you said, you know, why we are both showing up in this relationship the way that we're showing up in this mm-hmm. relationship. Where does this come from? Because a lot of times it's not about your spouse. You know, it's really not, you know, if they have some kind of character trait um, that comes across as negative, it's really not about you. You know, it's really about them and who they are. And so it's important that they figure out who they are and you understand who they are and why they are. And you guys figure out how to make your different puzzle pieces fit. Yeah. And 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 that's that's really great because sometimes, you know, we think, well, you know, she's trying to run me. Well, maybe she's not trying to run you. Maybe that's just how she was programmed. Right. So what you have to do is figure out, okay, how can we make this work to our advantage? Mm-hmm. And, you know, so, um, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, so, so yeah, do your own research. Um, remember, um, if you want more information about Whole Life Solutions, you can go to wholelifecoachingandcounseling.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, check it out. And uh, there's a way to get in touch with Tanya on there if you want to mm-hmm. uh, get into uh, some coaching or some counseling. Mm-hmm. Uh, both of those things are, are very, it's very good. Maybe she could help you work through your the whole birth order thing that you're dealing with. You know, maybe she could help you talk through that. So, For sure. For sure. so anyway, so um, this is Glenn and Tanya Coleman reminding you that your, your marriage, marriage matters. matters. We'll see you next week. Bye.